Hey, everybody, before we get into the show, we have a major earth-shattering massive announcement. Nikki? Yes, it is that time again, Pete Wright. Our monthly planning membership is open for enrollment. GPS stands for Guided Planning Sessions, if you don't know already. We've worked really hard here at Take Control ADHD to provide you with a service that not only gives you ideas and strategies on how to plan your day and your week, but it also provides time and space for you to do the work and not just by yourself, but with others who understand and support you. We meet every Monday and Thursday, and there are three different sessions for each day that you're invited to attend. We are dedicated to making this membership to be one that is transformative in the way you think about planning and taking control of your time and schedule. There are so many benefits to the GPS membership, so please be sure to visit our website at takecontroladhd.com slash GPS. Enrollment is open now through May 8th. Thank you for your time and attention, and I hope to see you soon. On with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on True Story FM. I'm Pete Wright, and I'm here with Nikki Kinzer. Hello, everyone. Hello, Pete Wright. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm really good. Can I can I tell you? I did a uh, I did a podcast guest appearance this weekend. Oh, that's fun. I did. It was fun. I was I was nervous. It was Were uh, you? with yeah yeah. It was uh, our our friend um, Brett Terpstra. Uh, mm-hmm. Of the systematic podcast has written us both, and we he wanted to do us both separately, and so I did mine on Saturday, and it'll go live this Thursday. So by the time you hear this, it should be the current episode. And okay, you know, we are you going to put it in the show notes? Yeah, sure. As soon as we have a link, I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, it's good. Uh, you know we talked about some of the stuff that we've talked about before. A lot of um, we talked about it. I mean, it's just you know you can imagine two guys with ADHD. And, and what they're <laughs> we had a list <laughs> of like nine thousand yeah. things we wanted to talk about. <laughs> I think we talked about four, uh, but uh, but it was fun. We had a really good time, and I think we'll okay. uh, we have fodder for future conversation. But I'm a huge fan of Brett and the software that he has developed, the tools that he has created that I use every day, mm-hmm. and uh, so it was a real honor to be on his show. I was super super nervous, weirdly nervous about being a guest on a podcast because I'm such. Well, a you'll fan. have to tell me how it went uh, <laughs> offline. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Because I'm going, uh, let's see, I'm scheduled to interview with him uh, in a, just a couple weeks, actually. So I don't know That's when awesome. that episode will go live. But uh, It's very yeah, casual. Yeah, you'll have to prep me. Oh, it's very casual. <laughs> he's, a, he's a casual dude. Oh, like I'm excited a lot. to do it. Um, we are talking about, <laughs> this is why I bring this up, because I found myself really kind of worked up going into it and not being very nice to myself. Mm-hmm. And then over the weekend, you say, hey, let's talk about self-compassion today. Uh, very timely. Right? Uh, the universe yeah. has gifted us with that uh, bit of coincidence. And so we're going to talk about self-compassion and the ADHD impact uh, on your compassionate voices. Before we do that, head over to TakeControlADHD.com to get to know us a little bit better. You can listen to the show right there on the website or subscribe to our mailing list each week and we'll send you an email each time a new episode is released. You can connect with us on Twitter or Facebook at Take Control ADHD. And if this show has ever touched you or helped you change the way you look at your ADHD and relate to your uh, place in the universe... As a result of your ADHD, we encourage you and invite you to check out patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast. Uh, Patreon is listener-supported podcasting. For a few bucks a month, you get to join our community. You get to join our uh, online, various online members-only channels, whether it's our Discord server, which is always active, or our Facebook group. Uh, and you get to check out what uh, people are talking about living and supporting one another with ADHD. 
Um, we have a couple of things to mention. Well, first of all, I want to give a real shout out to our new members, uh, Azalea and uh, Missy. And uh, oh, my goodness, there are it's kind of a list. And Catherine and Jessica and Sabrina and Laura and uh, Oliver edited uh, edited his pledge. Thank you, Oliver. And uh, Jennifer also edited her pledge. Thank you so much. And uh, James. Uh, James and Robert and Elise and Laura. Aww. And they just lovely. keep... It's just, just really lovely. Over the past few weeks, all of you wonderful people have joined and continue to support what we do. And what's really great about that is that it allows us to do new things. And one of the things we've been working on is that, that people have asked for in the past from us and let me start by saying this. One of the first things people asked for from us was transcripts. Can you please do transcripts? And it was you good people who joined and said, yes, we're going to be a member of this community. It is your contributions that allows everybody to have complete human created transcripts on the show. So thank you so much for that. Our next here is uh, a resource library, a searchable resource library of all the things that we've ever talked about, whether it's links or apps or, um, you know, tools or articles, uh, all of those things, uh, all of those things are uh, uh, available as a result of, in this resource library we've been trying to build uh, as a result of uh, growing contributions. So we've got this new uh, goal that as soon as we hit this new goal on the Patreon uh, page, we're going to uh, release this fancy uh, database resource that you can jump in and, and search. And uh, I'm excited uh, for it. I know, right? right? I'm very excited about yeah, it. Yeah, because it's going it's back be really from like old old episodes too as long as yeah. the things are still current right like yeah. as long as the apps are still available or whatever yeah but, and in fact um, it is it's melissa who is has gone through a discord mom who's been really spearheading this thing and building it and she's gone through every episode she's checked every link links that don't work anymore in some cases links that we still haven't cleaned up on the website are mm -hmm. updated and cleaned up in this um, uh, database and so um i i think it's i think it should be uh, hopefully very useful for, i think so yeah. for the good people. So that's, that, awesome. that's what we're hoping. So, it, you know, if, if you have been on the fence, just know that you're pushing us up toward being able to actually... Something really good. Actually able to pay for this thing and hopefully be useful for everybody. Yeah. So thank you. Uh, thank you so much for that. And now, cue the music. Nikki. We're going to be nice to ourselves today. We are going to be nice to ourselves. That's right. What okay. What is it that inspired you this particular week? These last couple of weeks, I have been thinking about the topics more kind of in the last minute. <laughs> so <laughs> just to be honest with everyone. So instead of a week ahead, a month ahead, it's been more of like, what's going on? How do I feel? How does Pete feel? What do we want to talk about? And uh, last week, I really enjoyed our conversation around uh, really kind of dissecting like what the ADHD challenge is and how to identify, you know, what's going on so that you can take uh, an action that that's relevant to the actual issue that's going on. And we got great feedback from it. Mm -hmm. And so this weekend, I was thinking, well, what do we talk about next? And I was struggling. I was really struggling. And I almost was going to say, Pete, either you're going to take this one or like it's going to be a show about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just going to talk to each other. Uh, so I'm scrolling on um, 
social media and I come across this little post and it says three steps to becoming more self-compassionate. And I read it and I read the three steps. Sounds promising. Yeah. And I'm thinking, this is it. This is it. This is this is our show. So I did a little bit of more research on who actually put together these three steps. Uh, It is it was a post that came from Susan David. She is the author of Emotional Agility, Get Unstuck, Embrace Change and Thrive and Work in Life. Now, I'll be honest, I have not heard of her before and I've not read her book, but it definitely piqued my interest when I saw her post and then I went and watched her TED Talk and now I really like her and I think I'm going to buy the book. No, you should totally <laughs> so, buy the book and I love her accent. She's from South, Af- I know. South Africa. Uh, yes. And she's very charming. And what's particularly amusing is when you search for self-compassion after you've watched this, the number of people who use her words uh, to frame and reframe their own perspectives on on this as their own kind of, you know, inspiration, you can tell where people writing about compassion and ADHD are getting their stuff. And it's from her and it's from her TED Talk. Um, Unless, you know, unless she's a noted plagiarist herself, which I doubt. I doubt. Uh, she is a source for a lot of people who uh, appear to be uh, working on the same subject. So yeah. um, she was a delight to listen to. And she very definitely bubbly. was. Yes. Yeah. And, and you know, the universe spoke and we listened. And so yeah. this is what the show's about. And I think it comes from, uh, or I think it's really good timing. You know, I think just yeah. where we're at right now, too. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and ending the year and all of that. But anyway, the first step to becoming more self-compassionate is to speak to yourself in the third person. So, Nikki, what do you need right now? Oh, Nikki. Yeah. <laughs> it seems so silly to ask that, right? Uh, it, when yeah. I just don't talk in the third person. Um, but I do see the point because when you do put yourself and you and you ask your question, and you're speaking directly to yourself, it's very pointed. Like you have to really kind of get thinking about what you need emotionally at that moment. So maybe I need space. Maybe I do need to talk it out. Maybe I need to exercise or get away for a little while and get some fresh air. Like it makes you actually answer the question of what I need right now, rather than just sort of like kind of stewing and whatever it is that's Mm -hmm. bothering you. Right. It's funny. And this is this is a noted strategy that, you know, therapists, practitioners, psychologists, psychotherapists have used forever, which is like to anthropomorphize the the stuff that you're dealing with. And I've always struggled with and, and I've heard this time and time again, and I've had podcasts with people time and time again, they say, you just pop out your inner child and visualize them sitting on a couch and talk to them. And I really struggle with that. And yet I do that with my ADHD right? The, mm-hmm. the shadow, right? He's just running alongside. I vis- it's easy for me to visualize my ADHD as a person. And uh, it, it is not, it, it's harder for me to visualize it when I think about it in terms of my, my inner child. But the, the whole concept, the conceit of this is to, I, I think, to provide that sort of distance gives you uh, a, a bit more rationality, Right. It gives right, you a bit more right. uh, ability to see because and we're going to talk about this later. How would I talk to this person if he was sitting right here? Because I guarantee you, I would be nicer to him than I am to myself. Yes. Yes. So absolutely. That's a very good point. And we'll talk a little bit more yeah. about that, too. Uh, second, uh, 
step to becoming more self-compassionate, compassionate is to keep your eyes on your own work. This one, this one I think is really funny because I mean, the whole idea, and we've heard about this before, is stay off of Instagram, really. If you're struggling <laughs> to be nice to yourself, stay the hell off of Instagram. Social comparison is detrimental to self-acceptance, right? As soon as you're yes. looking at someone else's successes, and that's all you're going to see on Instagram is beautiful, posh stuff and probably infinity pools, right. uh, then you're going to start judging yourself and you're going to be not very nice to yourself because you haven't accomplished the infinity pool yet. Right, Ugh, right. Infinity pools. And you can only be you, right? That's right. You, you can't you, be Nikki anybody Kinzer. else. That's yeah, right. yeah. So it doesn't do you any good to compare yourself to others with or without ADHD, too. So this goes the right. same with, with other folks that you know with ADHD, too. So definitely keeping your focus on you and what you need. I talk to my clients about that all the time. Um, is just just think about what you need and, and how this is going to work for you and what kinds of... Um, adjustments do you need to to make for yourself that's right number three own your story rather than it owning you uh i think this is huge in the adhd world um letting go of any narratives that no longer serve you yeah this one this is where it connected for me to last mm -hmm. week's conversation. And we've mm -hmm. had some great e emails come through and comments from folks who really appreciated the, the whole um, aspect of introspection, like really investigating what is it, where is it that your systems break down. This is one that I think is super important and uh, asks us to figure out what those narratives are, right? What are the narratives that no longer serve us Every one of us has a different thing that we struggle with, right? So right? We tell ourselves stories and lies about all kinds of things that we feel shame about. So how do you diagnose your unique shame and turn that into compassion? ADHD is not a school disorder. ADHD is not a work disorder. Normal emotions are not good or bad, as we learned from Susan's uh, talk, right? Mm -hmm. And yet, ADHD symptoms... Uh, uh, that that sort of uh, spin off of our behaviors. Those are things that we perceive as chronic. They push us toward a negative feedback loop that is anything but compassionate. Oh, right? for sure. So, complete opposite. Right. It's it's complete opposite. So you got to figure out where where is your shame? Where does your shame live? And call it out and figure out because I guarantee you that while your ADHD isn't going anywhere, the way you adapt around it can. Absolutely. So just to review, this is what I found on the post. Three steps to becoming more self-compassionate. Speak to yourself in the third person. Keep your eyes on your own work. Own your story rather than it owning you. Mm -hmm. So going back to what you were talking about, like looking at your inner child on the couch, you have to ask yourself, you know, how do you respond to to you when you make a mistake? Are you responding to yourself with love and compassion or are you looking at it with judgment and resentment? Uh. Right. Totally. Yeah. And that's that's a thing that I, I and, and it, you know, we've talked about this is that it's the, the kid on uh, that hangs on your neck and right. is dragging you back. Right. Why does he is he so mean? Mm -hmm. Why does he not want me to succeed? Why does mm -hmm. he why does he not want me to be able to finish my work on time? Why is he dancing on a table while I'm trying to focus? Right. right, right. Those kinds of those kinds of questions, uh, and I'm I, I, the responses are invariably negative. 
Yeah. Because I am, because I am, I am, I am. I'm not able to do this. I can't focus. I'm not a good student. I'm a terrible business owner. I'm a, I'm a, I mm-hmm. am, I am. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's never, uh, it, it never comes with any grace. No. Without, no. without intention. Which is really interesting because when I ask clients about, uh, about this and I'll say, so what would you say to somebody else who made that same mistake? And rarely do they ever give themselves the same grace as they would give to somebody else. Rarely ever. And so it is definitely something to think about. So I encourage you guys to, to go and, and, uh, listen to the TED talk. I actually got a lot out of it. And, uh, some of the things that I want to mention are things that she said. This has (laughs) not. This has nothing to do with Pete and I. We did not write any of this. Uh, I just want to share it to our listeners and let you know kind of what we, how we perceived it, what we took away from it, and hope that, you know, it, it resonates with you. Uh, one of the things that Pete said earlier is that with ADHD, we kind of think that there are good good emotions and bad emotions and normal well, and, emotions are not good or bad. Right. right, Go right. Ahead. And, and I would just throw in there that it's, it's ADHD and the, the sort of knock on uh, other experiences, anxiety, depression, like right. when you're in an, a state of anxiety or depressive state, um, you're, you are, I would, suggest probably more likely to see your emotional state as negative right yes, as bad absolutely right and right. Uh, that's not that that's not helping you break that cycle right Right. Well, and one of the things that she points out is that the bad emotions we tend to ignore and push aside. So we judge those feelings. We judge ourselves. And in society and and in the world, we feel like it's better to have positive emotions, to be that strong person, right? Like, oh, you're going Mm -hmm. through something terrible, but you're so strong. Uh, That seems to be more valued when really we fail to see the other emotions as just as valuable mm-hmm. when you need to grieve or if you're angry or whatever it is that that's happening at the time. And uh, she talks about these are really rigid responses, right? They, they are one way or the other. And rigid denial when you're feeling upset or you're feeling angry doesn't work because that internal, and we know this, that internal pain it is still going to find you. It's still going to come up. And then it's going to have a stronger hold on you than if you sat with it for a little while or you went through it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's a really important piece, especially when we tie into what we were talking about last week. Some of these challenges that we have to identify and really look at what's going on, it's going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to mm-hmm. feel um, bad. It's not going right, to feel great, right. you know, so being able to, I think, be in those emotions. And one of the things that she says is discomfort is the price of admission into a meaningful life. Tough emotions are a part of our life. And when we talked about joy uh, at the at the ADHD conference, you know, we we talk about you experience joy and you can experience pain when you live through the darkness, you can see the light. So there's these appreciation factors, too, that, you know, when you get through this, there's this resiliency that gets built. There's something really funny. She said, like, uh, you know, I'm going to butcher the joke, but uh, she set it up by, you know, asking people if they like not experienced 
you know, pain, right? If they would rather just avoid pain. And she, she says, that's fine. You all have the souls of dead people. Right. Uh, right. Because, because yeah. only dead people can go through life not experiencing those highs and, and, and you lows. know, in partnership with those lows. Like it is a reality of being a living, breathing human that you, you feel these experiences. It, that is normal, not good mm-hmm. or bad, just plain normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that she said, too, that really hit me was the radical acceptance of all of our emotions is the cornerstone to resilience and thriving mm-hmm. and also to true, authentic happiness. And again, I think it goes back to being able to see that we all survived 2020 as bad as it was and how mm-hmm. awful it was. And, and a lot of people didn't survive 2020. So there's a lot of people who are grieving and are sad and are frustrated. Um, but be able to, to see that and also see the resilience and being able to live through that um, says a lot for the people who are in this uh, state of history, you know, yeah. at this point of history. Right. Uh, Acceptance and accuracy matters. And I thought this was a really interesting point because at first I didn't know what she meant when she was saying acceptance and accuracy. And what she was explaining is that most people will explain their emotions as stress. I'm just really stressed. Um, but we're not going deep enough because she'll say, is it stress or is it disappointment? Is it stress or dread because you hate your job? Yeah. Right. So there's or a difference fear between... because you have something you don't have confidence in being able to do. Or... Right. 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 So there's a difference between that. So figure out what the real cause is and then you can take the right steps for whatever that might be to, to help you. Right. So if it is dread. OK, what is really the issue then? Do I need to get a new job? Do I need to change careers? Whatever it might be. That was the example. One of the examples yeah. she used. But I. I think this is a really important lesson, and it keeps coming up, which is the power of assigning the real words to our experiences, right? Mm -hmm. Words have power. And going through the experience and not being specific, not naming the experience, I think, can is is a sort of blindness. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. uh, and and so, you know, it is a power that we all have. We just don't practice. We don't right. use normally. And I think stress is is one of those comically large buckets. That it's we like use asking to, somebody, how are you? Yeah. I'm fine. 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 Okay. I'm stressed. Uh, okay. Right. Okay. Um, I'm busy. Like, those are those words carry so much weight and they don't really right. have to. If you can be a, a little bit more incisive with um, the words that you use to describe your experience, you might find. Mm-hmm. A little bit easier path navigating your way through it. Mm-hmm. The other thing that she pointed out was that emotions are data, which I thought was really an interesting point that mm-hmm. when you notice yourself feeling really strong about something, this is showing you your values that maybe you don't remember. Mm-hmm. And so look at that. Look at what you feel really strongly about. And uh, is there something that you can do to take your life into that direction? But one thing she thought said too with that was that these emotions are not directives. You can see their value without needing to listen to them. So yeah. <laughs> the right, example right. that she was saying is that her son is kind of angry at the little sister, well, just because she he's angry at the little sister doesn't mean that he gets to leave the little sister with the stranger at the mall. Like, right. you don't get to do that. <laughs> right. right, right. So you don't get to direct your anger, you know, onto somebody else and harm them. So I That's thought that funny. was a good point. Yeah, excellent um, point. 
But also that we own our emotions. They don't own us. And I think that that's really important, especially with ADHD, is that you are not your ADHD. You are not your challenges of your ADHD. You are who you are. It's just a piece of you. It's just a part of of your daily life that you have to manage but you can manage it. So it's all in the frame of how you say it. And you had said earlier, I am, I am, I am, I am. Mm-hmm. And she's saying, avoid saying I am because you are not that emotion. Notice the feeling. And right. then so instead of saying I am angry, I'm noticing that I'm feeling angry. And I think it's just that little bit of space to say, okay, I'm noticing that I'm not as focused today as I would like to be. Yeah. Very different than saying I am unfocused all the time or whatever it might be. I We got some guidance uh, from another uh, therapist a while ago who was talking about that experience of popping out your inner child, like pop out that emotion and mm-hmm. name it and then walk away from it. Like mm. physically move into another room, leave it there and see what happens for people mm-hmm. who are particularly, um, you know, have a particularly weighty, empathetic uh, or vibe, right? Mm-hmm. That that can be an incredibly powerful physical like exercise that you can do to distance yourself from negative feelings and be yeah. able to observe them from the outside. Very powerful. So one last thing I want to say is that I want to flip this a little bit because we're talking about what we would consider to be negative emotions, right? We're talking about anger, frustration, these things that we maybe are making us feel bad. But I'll tell you something else that I've noticed with clients that we also have to sit in. And that is when we get praise. That is when we get compliments. That is when somebody says, you're doing a great job and you and you believe them. Right. So I want to flip this to all the listeners and say this isn't just about those negative emotions, but I want you to sit with the uncomfortableness of when you have praise, when you do something good, when you should, you know, you are proud of yourself. You should be proud of yourself because that is also just as uncomfortable as sitting in a, you know, puddle of anger. It's also really uncomfortable to sit in a puddle of praise. That's a that's a great point. Uh uh, acceptance is the is the uh, holding hands with compassion. Absolutely, uh, I think a lot of people have to be compassionate in themselves for not being able to accept a compliment. Yes, uh, and, yeah. and that's not always yeah. right. Um, and sit in it for a minute, like yeah. you know, when you do get that compliment or you get that you know great job or whatever that positive praise is that's coming to you, sit in it. Just sit in it. Yeah. You know, because it it, it is, uh, it's, it's reinforcing things. It's reinforcing yeah. that self-compassion. One last note that she says is that courage is not an absence of fear. Courage is fear walking. And I just think that's a really yeah. important message to, yeah. to leave with today. And there you go. There you Something, go. you know, you read on social media, it stands out, and it's now it becomes a show. We've that's how our, we work around here, that, people. That's <laughs> how so we roll. This is our, so I think this is our last, so we have one more episode that we're we doing and then we take episode. a little break. Yes. And I think that what we're going to do, Pete, is we're just going to kind of talk a little bit about the year and maybe some of the shows that really struck us and and uh, just sort of do a recap. And mm-hmm. um, if people have questions, they're welcome to to send them our way and we'll do a Q&A too, whatever. Love it. Yeah. That yep, really is probably going to be a show about, you know, close to nothing, but something. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll take it. Uh, I just enjoy talking to you, Nikki Kinzer. I'll do there that even if it is about nothing. So uh, there right. you go. Look for the show notes. Uh, her website again is www.susandavid.com. Uh, and you can find her TED Talks there. You can also, I search for her on YouTube because uh, it's also all the TED Talks are over there. And um, so you can find a lot more stuff that, that she has done if you'd like um, and makes it nice and easy susandavid.com we appreciate you downloading and listening to this show thank you all for your time and attention don't forget if you have something to contribute head over to the show talk channel in our discord server and you can join us right there by becoming a supporter at the deluxe level on behalf of Nikki Kinzer I'm Pete Wright we'll see you right back here next week on Taking Control the ADHD Podcast